when you're too cheap to go to the library. The Look Inside This Book Club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. And this week, it's our first romance novel. Is it our first romance novel? I kind of forgot what we did the last three times. When you there say was something, something with sex robots, which was kind of romantic. <laughs> I mean, pretty romantic. When you say it's our first romance novel, it kind of sounds like you and I either wrote it together or we're starring in it together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're starring in our first romance novel. I, um, we I'm had, Fabio. We had done so many, like... Uh, futuristic type of books that when yeah. I first saw the title Into Deep, I kind of was thinking like Deep Space Nine or, you know, I was thinking action-ish, action-ish, futuristic yes. books. And then I read the Freshman Roommate series and I burst out laughing. Yes, but that's a tease because we're going to get to that in, in the second segment. That's true. That's true. We have other other things on we our agenda. We've got some very important stuff to cover here. Very like important business. breaking news. Yes. And uh, would you like to start? I would love to. All right. So uh, before the show, I was at the local supermarket purchasing a potato that Becky told me to buy, um, <laughs> which uh, and I was very glad I did because she turned it into a delicious lunch that you that you did not get to share. Nope. You you the listener. Nope. Uh, and I overheard a conversation between uh, two employees of the supermarket. Uh, I don't know what product they were talking about, but they were uh, they were talking about a product, and one said to the other in like a very like. Uh, offended, like I'm a I'm a uh, smart shopper kind of tone. If you check the label, it's only two percent pesto. <laughs> okay, so what what was actually happening there? Someone was trying to buy pesto, and <clears throat> and then the other person was mad at them because they weren't actually buying hundred percent pesto. I guess, but like, on, in what under what circumstances would the label give a percentage of pesto? pesto. I know that's in a in a thing that said you know. Pesto flavored chips. Yeah, I, or, think I, I think I'm happier not knowing. You don't want to know. No, I, I just. Uh, well, I think that to to be so kind of peeved as that that voice, the way you said it that was voice, so so it was it was like you know like I know my rights and I am not standing for two percent pesto. Yeah, I think that that person needs to go go see the minister of justice or something uh-huh. to get yeah. married to pesto. Also, everyone buys skim pesto these days, right? That's, <laughs> that's not, what I thought. That's where I thought you were going yeah, was yeah. milk. I was very surprised that when you came up with pesto, I, I was. I, it was all I could do not to like burst into the conversation. Like, okay, what are you guys talking about? I gotta know. Wait, back up one second. Please. Minister of Justice is that only for marrying people? Why did I say that? I don't even know what that is. Minister of Justice sounds like a couple of things put together. I. I what is it when you go get married? Justice it, of the, the peace. Justice of the peace. Minister of Justice. Minister of Justice sounds Orwellian. It does sound. It sounds Orwellian. like something that is guaranteed to come up in one of our dystopian books. It sounds like it, it, that we're right. It sounds like dungeon needs to be in the same sentence. Oh yeah, the don't mi- you think? The well, like that the minister of justice is going to throw you in the dungeon, or the, just dungeon. It right. can go in a b- bunch of different directions, but none <laughs> of them you, good. Have you read our, our dystopian novel, <laughs> Just Plain Dungeon? <laughs> I think we could write a book called Minister of Dungeon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I can get into your computer because you have locked it down with skull and crossbones, and I don't know your password. I'm going to guess it's Dyke. <laughs> that is not right. I'm going to guess it's Nerd Boy. It's it's finger in the Dyke. Finger in the too long. Oh, I like I, I like how you're actually typing that. What is it? Say it on the air. <laughs> I'm not password? saying my password on the air because I've used it for other stuff. Just hand me the computer. Gosh. I almost got him. I almost got him, listeners. You almost got into his computer and his bank account. Oh, you might get some texts while we're uh, while you're looking at this because um, while we are speaking, my wife is at the Celestial Seasonings Tea Factory in Boulder, Colorado. 
Oh. Taking the, the factory tour. Interesting. And yesterday she was in Golden, Colorado, but did not take the Coors factory tour. I can't even imagine what a celestial I have no idea. I can't wait would, to hear about it. Like, I just imagine, like, old ladies in, in knit sweaters dipping, dunking their tea bags. Yep, that is pretty much... Yeah, that's how they make That's how they make tea at the factory. They have a big <laughs> vat of water and a bunch of old ladies dunking tea bags into it simultaneously. While... I, I had a picture of them on, like, a roller, like a, a roller coaster cart. And just sort of going in the different little dioramas of old lady grandmas on chairs. Oh, like like it's a small teas. world, but Kinda. but all old ladies with tea bags. Yeah, uh, I love this idea. And then there's the and, dungeon, and then there's tea bagging. And you overhear them complaining about not enough pesto. Two percent pesto. Two percent pesto. This tea bag. What? This tea bag is only two percent tea. In my in my day, it was fifteen percent pesto. <laughs> or I was walking out of there. I told I told Herbert. Well, I brought something show and tell. Oh, wow. For this, you. This looks good. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so my friend Heather was just in Florida. Uh huh. She w- found herself in a Walmart. And she. Oh, sure. Just found herself. It's like, oops. Mm-hmm. And she got me a gift. And I got two bags here. I can already tell this is going to be the worst. This is the worst. Um, the first one is Jesus Promise Seeds. Each packet wrapped in a promise of God, Jesus lives. So, what kind of seeds are they? It's candy corn, okay, okay. Matthew. So I'm going to hand it over, and it's. I, I actually support this because apparently there's something called uh, like uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's like b- dollar bills that people will give uh, as tips to servers. I dollar dollar this. bills, y'all. <laughs> dollar dollar bills. Oh, is it like a dollar bill with like a message? It's a fake. It's a fake bill. It looks like a dollar bill. It's not a real dollar, and it, it's like you're going to go to hell or heaven. Your choice. Here's my question. Here's my about tip. That. Here's my tip. Is that so? You leave that in lieu of an actual in tip. In lieu of an actual. Okay. Tip. The person leaving the bill is definitely going to hell. Going to hell. If if you're like leaving that along with a generous tip, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still like kind of boorish behavior, but it seems mm-hmm. all right in that case. So you can write on this. Uh, it's like leaving any other piece of garbage on the table. So on on this little package, bright green, Jesus promised seeds, blesses the man that endureth temptation. Like for oh, I got sugar? a different one. For sugar? For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, blah, blah, blah. It says the tagline is scripture candy, reaching the world one piece at a time. <laughs> <laughs> mine. Can I read you mine? Yeah. Uh, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. It sounds like the Lord is like, uh, you know, shooting at your foot and saying, dance. Dan- dance, motherfucker. <laughs> that, yeah, that's how the Lord talks. Okay, so there, there, there's two candy corns in the front. You can say to and from, like a valentine. Um, Wait, what's going to happen to me if I eat this? Uh, I can't say, but there is an allergen alert, and um, it says it contains egg, but I think it should also give an alert to atheists. Oh, it contains less than 2% of the following. Or pesto. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. A warning, uh, warning to atheists? I think there should be a warning to atheists, because whatever. Okay, so then the other one she got I me. I think the whole thing is a warning to atheists. This one makes me laugh so hard. The The tagline here is, Jesus, the sweetest name I know. Oh, jeez. And it's the jelly bean prayer, the jelly bean with meaning. And Wait, it, when you say the jelly bean, jelly bean prayer, you make it sound like this is a known thing from the Bible. It is, absolutely. Okay. Each, um, (laughs) all I can see also from the way you're holding the bag is a, like a label that says sin. Sin. Yeah. Black jelly beans, because everyone knows that they, they're horrible, is, Uh, is sin. They're sin beans. Okay. First of all, I like black jelly beans. Okay. The white ones are clean, like your soul. Okay. Yellow is heaven. Green is growth. Purple is royalty. I'm sorry. How does that weigh in with Well, is it something about like the kingdom of heaven? I don't know about any of this stuff. And my favorite red is you're eating Jesus's blood. Okay, so 
here's a passing over the jelly beans. When you say passing over, you mean... <laughs> I mean in the Jewish way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, so this on the front has a whole different message. Black represents my, my sinful, sinful heart, heart keeping keep me, me from, from you above. above. Mm. Oh, this is, it rhymes. Thank you, Lord, for these jelly beans that remind me of your love. <laughs> Black represents my sinful heart keeping me. Do you, do you think we have any devout Christian listeners? Who Not are, anymore. Okay. Not anymore. Keep, keep reading. It's worth okay. it. Uh, red represents the blood you shed to provide salvation free. White shows the cleansing of my sin as I put my faith in thee. Yellow is for heaven above. My new home I'll have someday. It sounds like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta hire the right realtor. Uh, green is for the growth I will see as I read your word and pray. Purple shows you are king of all, the one I choose to obey. See, I was right. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for these jelly beans. They mean more than words can say. Well, okay. I certainly hope so. Okay, so my question is, is like jelly bellies, you know where you can combine flavors? What if I take sin and clean and chew them together? I'm going to do that right now. Okay, I what have does a that question. Mean? Does that mean that I'm like, then like it nulls out the sin? I'm having a lot of trouble opening this. What does that say? <laughs> does this mean if I eat sin and clean together, I'm like where I started? Okay, I want, ooh, I want sin... No, I want sin and growth together. Because then you're like going to grow like a boil on your ass or something. Oh, no, I was just thinking boners. <laughs> They're the worst jelly beans and candy corn ever. And this you is terrible. Jesus, <laughs> you blew this one. I'm sorry. And, you know, like, I didn't think candy corns could get worse because they started That's off That's a good bad. point, yeah. These are worse than candy corns. Try one. I, I just had one. Oh, you did? I thought you were having the jelly beans. Well, I, but I had the candy corn earlier. Oh, yeah, it's God. bad. It's bad. I'm putting them and they're, like, your... bizarrely colored also. I'm putting them in your bag of... Oh, thanks. ...other treats. All right, well, that was my, my contribution to today's... <laughs> I thought those were really awesome. <laughs> so, wait, is this a real thing? Can, can we go back to this thing about the dollar bill? Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a thing that people do? Well, your friend Ash at uh, Remedy Tea. Okay. I was talking to her. I gave her one of these. Oh. I gave her one of these, and um, she's told me the story about the bills and how someone gave it to her as a tip once, and she thought, they're, they're going to hell. That That's very bad. It's very, very bad. <laughs> very, very bad. Um, I remember there was a thing in Portland uh, around the time there was some horrible uh, anti-gay ballot measure in the works, as there always seemed to be in Portland when I was growing up, uh, of like um, like a thing you would like include with your dollar bill saying like, um, you know, hey, idiot, um, gay and lesbian people spend money here, um, mm. you know, don't support this terrible legislation. Um, right. But that was like along with the money. Right. Well, I, I, that's why I, I kind of respect at least giving your message with uh, you're giving them something. You're giving yes. them some sugar. Um, okay. Yeah. Except the sugar is terrible. The sugar, so. No, the sugar is totally terrible, even though I'm eating it right now. Uh, yeah, if they, if they just, like, took a fun-sized Snickers and, and, like, wrapped a chick tract around it, that'd be fine. Okay, my question to you is, what would they give you to then actually convert you? What could they give you that, to convert you? Oh, well, I, I mean, I just said fun-sized Snickers. That's, that's it? You would, you would fold for that? <laughs> um, no. No. No, a, uh, a fun-sized, I don't even know if this exists, a fun-sized Milky Way Midnight Bar. Do you, have you had the Milky oh. Way Midnight Bar? Uh-huh. It's the one that's really black on the outside and really white on the inside. Once you go black. Um, um, uh, fun size is like, who is that determined by? I feel like this is kind of an old bit. <laughs> like fun size? Wouldn't a bigger one be the fun size? How big are the fun size ones? They're, they're like a third of a regular bar. 
like the Halloween size. Oh, see, I would think a fun size would be twice the the largest bar. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like oh, like the the size of Hershey bar that I once convinced a babysitter I was allowed to eat when I was a kid and got really sick. Oh, gross! I got sick on candy corn once. And did, oh. I, did I tell you this already? I oh, I, I threw did. up candy corn once. Oh, I did too. Oh, wow. Part, uh, we're, <laughs> I think I told you this on the show already. But we're candy corn puke buddies. <laughs> it was Halloween, and um, I fed my my toy poodle Sam candy corn, and I ate candy corn, and we both threw up candy corn. Oh yeah! After that, you're bonded forever. It was like orange and yellow and white all over the house. Um, it was like mass chaos. Yeah, as I, I seem to remember, why am I going into detail on this? When I threw up candy corn, like you could still kind of see some of the corns, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they'd, they'd like plumped up in my, oh God, why am I talking about this? Because corn, it doesn't even matter if it's fake corn. That's weird. It never gets digested. Why does, yeah, the, the whole corn thing is a scam. Right, you could eat like, uh, I don't know, peas, call them corn peas, and you'd still see them. It's all about the word corn. Okay. Oh, it's just the word? Yeah, you're right. It's just the word. You can't digest the word corn. Corn peas. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with uh, In Too Deep. We, uh, make your sound. Make your sound. Oh, I don't remember the sound. It's getting I really don't remember. Okay. You're going to practice that on the break. But that sound means go right now if you haven't already, which I'm sure you have. And um, read the first, uh, the free Kindle Into Deep Freshman Roommates Trilogy book by Mara Jacobs. And we'll be back to discuss. We're back. We're back. That's what Matthew's supposed to say, but I took over. You, you are the person who says we're back. No, I say we're taking two a break. No, you, we have evidence. We have on the internet, we have like uh, la, 27 la, la, episodes la, la, worth of evidence la, la. that you always say, and la, we're back. La, la, la. And when I say it, you say, hey, that was my line. What are you doing? Evidence doesn't mean anything. <laughs> okay, well, thanks. It's, thanks a lot, Jesus it's Seeds. It's all about conviction <laughs> and faith. Faith? Okay. All right. Oh, yeah, conviction and faith seem to go, go together a lot. Uh, all right. So, In Too Deep, the Freshman Roommates Trilogy, book one. Now, you selected this uh, gem for us. Would you like yeah. to summarize it? Sure. I'm okay. happy to. Um, it's pretty simple, really. It's, it's a, a girl. It was pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. A girl, uh, Lily, goes away to an elite um, Ivy League college uh, with a very silly name, Bribery. Yes, which I, sounds like a clothing line. I kept, yeah, it sounds like that. But also, I kept reading it as Bribery. Bribery, which yeah. is right, or, <laughs> Bribery. Oh wait, wait, it's a joke. I just, I didn't realize until you said it, it's a Bribery. You think it is? I think it is. I don't think it is. I think it is. I think that's too too like too subtle for this kind of book. No, I think I think there's there's a bit of cleverness to this. We'll get into this. Oh, okay. Um, uh, you know, it's the plot is short and sweet mm-hmm. and not too deep, just like the title. It's funny how a or, lot of the books we read, the plot is short and sweet when you only read the first 10 pages. <laughs> well, but I think we can pretty much guarantee that oh, absolutely. the plot does not get too too thick here. Um, so basically, she's a, a, swim, a swim instructor mm-hmm. volunteering for at-risk youth. She's of in course. The, of course. She, but she doesn't seem to be too, uh, to care too much. It just looks good, is what she says right. on her resume. And she's helping a kid and sees a gorgeous man in the stands, la, 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 let, lets the kid go under, almost drowns the poor kid while she's ogling this guy. And he's a townie. Uh, <laughs> he he uh, is working as a janitor, and they have like a, you know, 
love at first sight or lust at yeah. first sight thing going on. And, and basically the, the whole beginning of the book is just her f- talking in a million different ways about how she wants to strip down naked and jump them. Uh-huh. And uh, talking to her, chatting with her freshman roommates about her being a re- rebel- rebellious youth and doing exactly what her parents wouldn't want her to do and going after the, the townie and not one of these eligible bachelors. Can we give these people some names? Sure. Okay, so our, our hero is heroine is Lily Spaulding, daughter of Grayson Spaulding, political consultant extraordinaire, which I'm sure is going to come in at some point, but hasn't so of far. Of course. Uh, Lucas Cade, because good-looking men always have to have um, one-syllable last names. Yeah, and that's K-A-D-E, K-A-D-E. For, for maximum manliness. I pronounce it Cade because I, I always like to... <laughs> like Sade, because yeah. I sh- like Wait, Rod, Rade. Didn't we have, didn't Rade. We have a Cade in a previous episode? Is no, this we our... had Rod, or, uh, and I a called raid? it... Raid? Like R-A-D? Okay. And I called it Rade. What were the names of the guys last week who found Amelia Earhart's plane? Oh, Bones. Bones. Bone Break. And Bonabrake. Yes. <laughs> and um, Dane. Dane. Okay, yeah. so, we have, so we've had Dane and we Cade. A, uh, Raid, Dane, Dane, and Cade. They're very strong. This is amazing. Well, you know, my, can I just stop my <laughs> please, own please. summary? Lucas Cade is the six foot two, dark hair, searing brown eyes, strong. He, she mentions a million times how strong, oh, how so big, strong. how powerful, how manly he is. Why could his name, couldn't his name be Eli Goldblatt? You think you think this book is anti-Semitic? Is what I you're absolutely do. Why, why, why Lucas Cade? Why not illegal Goldblatt? Did you just say illegal Goldblatt? Exactly. It really sounded like you said that. Eli Goldblatt, um, who I went to summer's camp with. Like was he was he the manliest man of them all? He was a scrawny, bespeckled Jew. But why couldn't why couldn't the hot, strong, powerful guy be named Sheldon? Is what you're saying? Why not? Um, I have no problem with it. So I think it's I speaking think it's, you know. speaking as a as a six foot eight <laughs> Jew built like a couple of uh, of Schwarzeneggers slash excuse me <laughs> slash um, you might want to enunciate that word better. <laughs> what's the um, what's the Belgian guy? The muscles from Brussels? Why can't I remember that guy's name? Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh. Basically, yeah, I look like him, only Jewish. Right. Uh, a little little taller, maybe slightly better at kickboxing. Uh, yeah, so I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure Jewish romance is a genre. I mean, I agree if you're saying it shouldn't it have to be a separate. shaking my head. Jewish oh, romance is on. not a genre. Every kind of romance is a genre. There's pregnancy romance. There's like, you know. You think there's actually something on the back of a book that's labeled Jewish romance? Like it would be filed in Jewish romance? I would bet you $100 that this is the case. Six dollars. <laughs> I would bet you six dollars. Listeners, lunch. that's because of the way I looked at him. Like, I'll, yeah, I'll I am you, going to be taking candy from a baby. I'll, I'll bet you lunch. But, but this is going to no, no. hinge on a technicality. No, here's the bet. It must say on the back where it says, like, you know, young adult fiction or romance. It must say Jewish romance. But a lot of the books we read don't even have backs. It's just an ebook that they can put whatever they want on. Okay, but there has to be a on the book somewhere Jewish romance. But if what you have Amazon in front of you right now, just search for Jewish romance. Please I hold. think I think you will find something that unambiguously would be filed under Jewish romance if any bookstore would carry it. <laughs> Why don't we let the listeners take a break and we're going to come back with the with the, the answers to the bet. If you're saying that you wouldn't file Lighting the Flames, a Hanukkah story, the thing I just pulled up under Jewish romance, then I don't believe you. Lighting the oh, Flames. Oh, you know, you might yeah. be right. I'm so glad. Because you- the, the flames, it's not just the menorah. 
Here's the description. Gen- Genevieve? Genevieve? Genevieve. Genevieve? That's not a Jewish name. No. Genevieve well, and, maybe, and Jeremy. Maybe she gets <laughs> swept off her feet by uh, a surprising Jewish man. Genevieve. A surprisingly and, Jewish man. <laughs> Genevieve and Jeremy, my brother's name, FYI. Have sure. Been, I've known each other since they were seven. and have been summer, Just like you and your brother. Have been, gross. <laughs> and have been summertime best friends at Camp Mira. Yeah, Camp Mira. Mira, a Jewish overnight camp in the mountains, naturally. As campers and then as staff, the friendship was a constant sometimes. <laughs> was a constant, something neither wanted to change, no matter how tempting those changes might be. Oi. Then, last year, with little warning, Jeremy left camp early. After that summer, Jen left the country on a graduate fellowship. Okay, can I can Wait, I, I got to read this last little okay, bit. Okay, please. Now, a little over a year since they were last seen at Mira, Jen and Jeremy are back together to help run a special winter camp during Hanukkah. Any water under the bridge is frozen this time of year. Ooh, mean juice. And with so much left unspoken and unexplained, this week may be their chance to rekindle their friendship or turn it into something new. May God, may God allow. Okay, so can I just take this moment to remind listeners that that's not the book we're talking about today? <laughs> but it's the next one book. that Becky just read. It's next book. No, no, no. I picked the next book. You can have that for the one after. Okay, because now Jewish romance is my new favorite genre. Okay. Oh, so you owe me $6 is what you're saying. I do. Okay. You know what? That book made it worth it, the $6. All right. Good. I'll, I'll take it in the form of, of Jeremy. lunch. Okay. All right. Let's get back to Into Deep. By okay. Me, by Definitely Not a Jewish Book by Mara Jacobs, starring Lucas Cade. But Jacobs is a Jewish name. True. Uh, but her star is not. Lucas Cade okay. and Lily what? Uh, Spalding. But yeah, totally not Jews. All right. I want to... Are we done with the summary? Are, are we done with the summary? We're done with the summary. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, so basically, yeah, he's lurking around a lot, and, and she's got the hots for him, and that's pretty much the whole book. And he has a chip on his shoulder. For some reason. For some reason. And, 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 and his, like his little brother is one of the at-risk kids. Right. And, and I'll get to this in a second. Okay. But, but I want to start with the category this book is, is filed under, speaking of categories. I don't know why I'm obsessed with that. It's filed under new adult and college. And sure. my question is, since when did a young adult become a new adult? So it's young adult and then they become a new adult? Yeah, I think I think new adult is the next stage after young adult. It's going to keep it's going to keep marching ahead until you know it's like for new adult then it'll be like next adult then like Have uh, you heard of new adult before? Uh I have ter- I have heard that term before. I have before. never heard that before. And I just think that that's pretty funny. Um yeah. Uh, but I figure it's going to keep going to like like elderly people are called like you know post adult yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's dead but yeah. decomposed adult sure uh, the thing okay can I start with the thing I liked most about the book and like genuinely enjoyed this okay. um, which is that the title is a triple entendre so I mean obviously in too deep refers to like you know figuratively like I'm falling too deeply into this romance. Uh, presumably, literally, like, his dick is going to get in too deep, right? Ew! Oh, come on! Gross. You don't think... Th- yeah, okay. Um, but also that, that it's about the swimming pool. Okay, so, so I see two. I don't see the third. You don't see the swimming pool thing? No, I see the swimming pool. You, okay, look at the cover of the book. You're telling me... And the sequel to the book is called In Too Hard? <laughs> You're telling me there is no penis reference involved? Why do men always have to go there? Because it's on the cover of the book. Listeners, there is not a big penis on the cover of this book. I don't know what Matthew's talking about. (laughs) All right, look for yourself. Okay, so on the top of the cover of the book is a dude on top of a woman. And the fun... By the way, deep is in bold, Uh I'll point out. Um, 
it looks like the washing machine exploded suds all over her. <laughs> <laughs> and don't say those aren't suds. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that, but that's a very sexy look. It, it, they're trying to make it look like they're, you know, they're like about to make love in the surf, but it really does look like like soap suds, don't you think? Uh, can I see it? Yeah, it's 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 like it took away from any sexiness. You got to blow it up. Listeners, blow up the blow cover. Blow it up. Blow it up. Whoa, you're absolutely right. It looks it's like, like- it looks like there was there was like a disaster in the laundry room. Like while they were getting down to it on the floor of the laundry room, the washing machine exploded and they're going to need to stop what they're doing and take care of that. Call the plumber immediately. I know. It's just, it's not sexy at all to me. And maybe maybe that happens in the book. Uh, I mean, that could be they're going to have to have some like thwarted hookups, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Did you find it kind of disturbing the way they kept cutting from like not cutting exactly, but she's like helping these kids hands on in the pool while like getting all gooey thinking like like staring at this guy and they kept like you know cutting from like here's some like innocent kids in the pool here's like this guy that i want to just like drool and like slobber all over and like here's some innocent kids in the pool with their bathing suits and stuff it was gross yeah it didn't bother me at all i mean think about all those those times that you you know jerk off riding driving a car (laughs) (laughs) putting innocent lives at risk (laughs) it wasn't the lives at risk factor it was just like the uh can't we like keep can't you at least like get out of the pool like with the kids before oh so you think like indecent thoughts in your in your brain would would infect children just by proximity no it's just that uh, you think water is a is a conductor of smut okay yes that's what i'm saying i think water is a conductor Conductor of of smut. smut okay all right. Conductor of Smut, my new band name. <laughs> so if something was actually in too deep, that would, that would hurt, right? You're asking me. Um, <laughs> I will not answer, answer personally, but I, I, one would assume it would hurt. Oh, yeah, I would assume so. I would assume it hurt. Um, okay, so <laughs> I, I liked, when, I liked when, uh, when she said, I couldn't tell how tall he was, but his legs seemed to go on forever. Yeah. Because he's sitting down. Like, that seems kind of... It seemed it's like so cliche. It's so cliche, but also it seemed like like he was some kind of weird like mantis creature, <laughs> or like he was on stilts, like he was a uh-huh. clown. Uh huh. It yeah. didn't say anywhere that he wasn't a clown. No, he could have been a clown. I immediately before I even started reading the book, I read the beginning of it, and then I went right to the reviews. Oh, I didn't look at the reviews. Because Do you I have wanted, any you want to share? Well, I didn't. I, not a whole review. Okay. But I, the, you know how people can title their reviews? Yes. So the use the word steam was used six times. In the review? In, in, the, in the titles of the reviews. Oh, nice. It was like, sweet steam, good and steamy. <laughs> like, these people were hot and bothered. But it was literally steamy because there was the a scene in the steam, steam room. room. You know? So I was like, and then a lot of people said, uh, cute. Which, when I think of a romance novel, I don't know if cute is really the word I would, would want. But. I think it depends on the genre. But for this one, I would certainly agree. Yeah, cute. Um, have you ever seriously read a romance novel? Yeah, like on absolutely. Pur- on purpose? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, uh, some romance novels are good. Uh, I, um, I, an acquaintance of mine uh, whose pen name is Julia Quinn writes like really smart romance novels, but are, uh. that are still like unequivocally romance novels. Are they Jewish romance novels? They are not. Mm. Are they anti-Semitic? <laughs> Maybe by omission. Uh-huh. Are they Holocaust romance novels? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, if you're going to bet me that that genre doesn't exist, I'm not taking that bet. I totally bet you that that genre does not exist. Um, <laughs> good. Let's let's not try and find out. Schindler's Love. 
<laughs> Schindler's dick. Okay. Um, Doc Howe on fire. Did you catch the line where... where Terrible. I'm going to hell. Yeah, you yeah. what I said. I, I did, and I'm... And I'm uh, I'm just letting it float I ate by. Myself. I ate myself. We pissed off the Jews and the and the Christians, and yes. not Christians, the fundamentalist Christians. So, so to our to our remaining Muslim listeners, <laughs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> and I hope you liked Into Deep. Yeah, sure. <laughs> a freshman um, smut novel. Okay, oh, that that actually raises a question that I had, which is, doesn't. To you, the fact that that it's that it's subtitled the Freshman Roommates trilogy doesn't that imply like there's going to be some gay stuff going on? It does, and I think that that uh, I don't actually believe that there is that going to be going on. No, it doesn't seem like it. But I think that that was some smart marketing for oh sure for who though? Wait, who for for men buying their 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 wives romance novels? I don't think that's a thing. I don't think that's a thing. Women buy these, right? Yeah. So women wouldn't really want. I feel like it's kind of just just random uh, uh clumsy clumsy branding well i again i hate the freshman roommate series because there's room, roommate series um or is it roommate series? so well it says freshman roommates trilogy Tri- oh trilogy sorry good i'm glad i didn't say roommates series you're right that would be that would be like the last book that had a a dane and what was it dane and bones a Dane and Bones origins story. A Dane, a Dane and Bones romance. No, a Dane and Bones origins was like I was pissed a Dane, off Dane and Bones orgasm story. <laughs> Something like that. Um, it, it wasn't until chapter three that we got an actual college roommate. Did you notice that? What? Uh, that that like until chapter oh. three that there was no the no roommate showed up. Yeah, but chapter three was like four pages in. These chapters are very they're short, very short, very short. Um, uh, oh yes, she says about her her roommate Jane. Our fathers had been deeply entwined with each other when Jane and I were born. Yeah, what they were totally fucking. I guess. <laughs> All right. On that note, we're going to take it to a break. Be right back. And we're back. God, that's my line. Uh, oh, God. Okay, so you really think <laughs> Bribery is <laughs> Bribery College or I think br- Bribery College is a... I think so. Bribery? Who's bribing who? I don't know. Well, who's zooming but, who? Wait, but her <laughs> her father is a political and consult <laughs> political consultant extraordinaire. There's got to be some bribery going on with that, right? I want you to weave that into your uh, your. Oh, I forgot your, we were going to do that. Oh yeah. boy, now I'm nervous. I know. Okay, so here's another line I really enjoyed. I I, I got to say, I think I didn't exactly like this book, but I kind of liked it. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to read the rest of it, even though, by the way, to, to listeners, if you didn't notice it, this book is free on Amazon, the entire book. What? The entire book is free. Why? Probably to, uh, to promote the series, to so like, you know, you, you got the first one free. Like, like she's a drug dealer. <laughs> you got the first hit of In Too Deep, and then you've got to go In Too Hard. What's the third one called? Could you please check? Pregnant. Or, or... <laughs> Come on, that was funny. You didn't even laugh. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's do it again. Okay. So really? first for in too deep, then in too hard. Pregnant. Good joke. You really didn't <laughs> think that was funny? I, I think that's funny. All right. Uh, listeners, tell me if that was funny or not. I think that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. This is our new segment, Joke Referee. It's going to be a real hit. <laughs> oh, the third one. No, wait. Uh, the second one is in too fast. Oh, God. The third one is in too hard, but I have news. Uh, she has another series of golf romances. No. The first of which is called Worth the Drive. Oh, my God. 
And the second one is called Worth Worth the Fall. Okay, I don't get that. Oh, actually, and that's the third one. Sorry, sorry, Maura Jacobs. Um, okay. <laughs> I liked when she said that uh, that grin that said Andy truly believed that Lucas was capable of creating a bathtub yes. where none existed. I, I totally, Hell, maybe he was. I knew, I totally I knew you would that catch down. that, too. <laughs> I totally wrote that down. Okay, so apparently this guy's poor, so poor that she, she advises to the little boy Andy, that to, to Lucas, the brother, that you should have Andy practice in the bathtub, um, you know, floating on his back. And, and, and other stuff. Head, and, and doing other things with, with uh, little toys, um, toy duckies. And then he's like, I don't have a bathtub. And it was like, oh, you're supposed yeah, to be. It's supposed not to be like, like a, you rich girls with your bathtubs. With your bathtubs, like waving around your bathtubs at every party. <laughs> and so have have you, Matthew, ever felt capable of creating a bathtub where none existed? Uh, you mean just like by, by peeing on stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you feel like like just at a moment's notice you could just like, bam. You, I. You could render a <laughs> bathtub See, I, in front of me. I kind of got the idea she was talking about her vagina <laughs> didn't you no okay do you see how i laughed easily at that joke that wasn't that funny <laughs> oh so this is how it's gonna be now uh-huh. okay i like how she started started like oh man i wish i had the book open because i can't it, it, it was like from one sentence that was like something like and then he walked away uh something something i wasn't a total whore it was like it was right. so out yes, of yes, like yes. from nowhere Am I screaming? No, no, it's me. Okay. Um, there's a part, a scene where she goes into the steam room and she's just try- uh-huh. she's crying, trying to cool down. You in know, the steam in room. In the steam room yep. from her. She's all hot and bothered. And she describes a moment where she really feels like she needs to uh, have a self-administered relief session. Uh-huh. And um, I was confused by that. I didn't know what she meant. <laughs> I'm sure, wonder- sure you didn't. I was wondering if you thought she meant like she needed a back rub. Or or some Rolaids. Yeah, or if she had gas. Yeah. Yeah, like did she need to poop? How do you spell relief? Poop. <laughs> I So self-administered relief session must is probably the most awkward way to describe beating off i've ever heard oh absolutely i mean it was it was painful but, to but me. i think it was, it's like a classic romance novel way like yeah but she says whore and bitch and she's using all sorts of other language so i was surprised to see that was weird you know what i mean like i kind of wanted her to just go for it like I, I wanted her to just go for it in the steam room i wanted her to go for it in the steam room and then so then she comes out of the steam room in in her towel which is like barely can you know just barely fits around her and then lucas reappears and he says like give me that towel i'm, I'm here collecting towels give me the yeah. one you're wearing uh-huh because that was real subtle right because that's what every woman wants is like so right yeah that towel. it was super rapey it was um, super rapey <laughs> and he's just like there for way too long like um and for no reason, because like, because then they were he works at the college. He's because yeah. oh, he's the janitor, and yeah. and he has to measure the steam room because he's going to be retiling it. I know. I hated that part because then she's it was like, so dumb. The, the the whole women's studies minor part of me was listening to that, like her coming out and being like, being like, oh, she was coming out. No, but she was like, she comes out with a towel and she and she's like, you hear her her thoughts of like, <laughs> I really should be scared and looking for the exits, and I should really be doing, but really, I just want to be raped by this good-looking guy. Right. Like, it was just like, oh, really? Come on. Gross. But I feel like, I think that's every romance novel, pretty much. Is it? I don't read them, so I don't really know. Um, I'm too busy doing self-administered relief sessions. <laughs> Thank God. Um, she says at one point she wants to take a cold shower. Have you ever in a million years taken a cold shower? I have. 
I mean, on, t- t- for the purpose of... No! For the purpose of beating off a porpoise. Um, I don't think it would work. It wouldn't uh, work. Uh, I mean, I've taken a cold shower when I was in, like, an incredibly hot, humid place and just felt gross. Um, That's not what I mean. Right. No, I understand what you mean, and I think, I think it's a myth. It, I mean... I don't think anyone does it, and I think if they did, it wouldn't work. But listeners, why don't you come go to, go to our Facebook page, which is still facebook.com slash closed for logging. Let for us know. just like, another week. Right. Have you have you ever, like, extinguished, like, some flames in your loins with a cold, cold flower? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever extinguished your flower with a cold shower? <laughs> like, why take a whole cold shower? Why don't you just shoot a jet of pour, you know, do you like the ice bucket challenge? Just pour it in. <laughs> Pour it down your pants. <laughs> okay. Does that make up for when I didn't laugh at your dumb pregnancy joke? Kind of, because... but I think the pregnancy was way funnier. But anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I don't get it. It's, it, seems, it seems less focused. That, was, that was what the ice bucket challenge was about. It was about, like, boner control. Boner control. Okay. Um, at one point, she describes his voice as being dark. So, so I wrote that dark. down, too. I don't know what that means. So I is Lucas assume... Black. I was wondering that. I don't think he is, but I don't think it was made clear, which is fine. Um, I had, yeah, I had that same thought. Like, is this a racial thing? And then I decided, no, it means he sounds like Dracula. Well, right. Like, what is someone's voice sounding dark? Well, you know, vampire romance is, is all the rage these days um, because of Twilight. I'm, I mean, I'm serious. Like, like vampire romance is a huge genre, and maybe she's just trying to like get a little bit of that in there without having to go full Fang. Mm. Okay, there's a couple of weird racial things. Like the roommate is is just slightly interracial, right? Is the way she she was described, and as being from a poor part of town. She used the word ghetto. I can't remember. Yeah, but she was there on scholarship from, and she's just slightly interracial. It was just sort of like I'm just going to dab my pen through a <laughs> tiny bit of color into yeah, this. Yeah, that and was weird. It was weird. It really st- stood out. Uh, another line that I felt I definitely had to say. Do you want to give a line? Because I feel like I'm going to take all yours. Um, no, I think I think maybe you already have. Oh, sorry. Sorry, you got the bathtub one. Oh, right, right. Okay. Uh, I, I did write like the exact part where he says he needs the towel because it says, because I had a question about it. Yeah. I'm gathering up the towels, he said. He pointed in the general vicinity of my boobs, and I need that one. What does she mean, general vicinity? Um... <laughs> It's. I mean, it's not. It's not like a neighborhood we're talking about. It is a neighborhood. Okay. I yeah. mean, it's a neighborhood I want to live in for sure. It but... was Cleavage Lane, which leads leads <laughs> bifurcates into to you know. House. It's a T intersection. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Uh, Get it? T. No, yeah. I, I. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, wait. What was I going to say? Shit. You had another line. I know, but you were just saying something that made me think of something else. I bet it did. Uh huh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> What was uh I'm gonna eat a Jesus promise seed please, because I've had some you're impure thoughts. Throw up can, candy corn. What did you just say about the Well I said I said he was he was gathering up towels and pointed in her general vicinity, general boob vicinity. <laughs> um we were talking about the slightly interracial roommate. <laughs> right. Okay. Um Oh, she 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 dove into the pool. She decided not to take a cold shower and instead dove back into the pool. Oh right. She said she felt cocooned in deep, wet darkness. And I'm wondering if when Lori says your name, do you feel cocooned in deep, wet darkness? <laughs> that sounds bad, right? right? No, it were good. I guess it's I, very I, vaginal. Let's talk. Well, let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, it. absolutely. Or but but also like like uterine. It does. 
It's like it's like she's gone back to the womb. It's it's some really like intensely yeah. uh, deep symbolism. Yeah, it's in too deep. It's yeah, it's in too deep. <laughs> the symbolism is in too deep. Uh huh. Um, I I have a question. Yeah. So we already know we've got in too deep, in too fast, and in too hard. Um, and don't don't tell the pregnancy joke again. That's that's not what I'm after. Uh, if there were like a couple more books in pregnant. the series, what would they be called? Pregnant. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Ice bucket challenge. Trying to get you okay. It has to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So, what's the question? Into deep, into hard, into fast. Uh huh. So Which is else? not a book. Into fast was not one of them. Was it? It was. It was. Yes. Those okay. are the three. It, that's the. Oh. That is the the freshman roommates trilogy. Oh my god. Okay. What are the What are the other ones? Okay. Let, let's think about this. Okay. Uh, into you. Into us. In. <laughs> <laughs> in uterus. Okay. In utero. <laughs> in utero. Okay. What did you? What was yours? Oh, into you. Into you. <laughs> into me. Intubate. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Okay. okay. Um, I still haven't gotten over the fact that we've had Cade, Dane, and Raid, <laughs> or Kade, Rade, and Shade, uh-huh. Wait, or Dade. Um. We've done four books. Oh, oh, the other one was the the Holmesman, which I guess didn't have anyone with a with a name that start that rhymed with aid. Mm. You know what we should do is we should have a stretch goal of co- like really combining all the books we've read. Oh and, boy, and mixing them into some sort of crazy Kindle. Okay, stew. Okay, when we get to book number one hundred, we're going to write that. I think Kindle Stew is Kindle my, Stew is my new band name. Of think, the, of hey the guys, day. just call me Kindle Stew. At one point, the slightly interracial number one bestseller. At one point, the slightly slightly interracial. Looking, Every time you say that, it's very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. I didn't write it, and okay. maybe I didn't say slightly interracial, but that's exactly what it made me. Something like that. Yeah, the slightly interracial roommate Jackie. I think her name is. She comes into the room, and Lily says that she smelled like she'd just come from the outdoors. Oh, I noticed that also. Okay, that seems racist. It seems, on on the one hand, racist, but on the other hand, hand who where else? That? Wait, but, but she just came in from outside. Where else would she have come from but the outdoors? That's too literal. That's what's outside that's, the door. That's too literal. I think she meant she smelled like, 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 like the mountains or... The ghetto, or freshly mown grass, or leaf... <laughs> leaf trimmings? Detritus. Is that the right word? Detritus? How do you say that? Detritus. Detritus. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. Like, it does seem a little racist, but I don't even understand what she's trying to get at. Because, really. like, when when has this ever happened that, like, someone you, you, someone, you think someone smells like the outdoors? I mean, maybe they smell sweaty. But, like... You're sitting in your bed and your roommate opens a door and walks oh, in and you like, sm- swoosh, you smell dog shit. I mean, it does, it's a very distracting way of writing it. It really is. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what else? Um, oh, we need to, uh, oh, here, we need to do our, our wrap. Okay, yeah, yeah. I want to hear, hear one more. Last thing. I haven't read too many romance novels, but I firmly believe that for, like, in order to be qualified as a romance novel, you have to have an entire paragraph just be the guy's name. And she succeeded... Doing yes. that in the first three chapters. Okay, let's hear it. No, Lucas Cade. That was the oh, paragraph. Yeah, okay. That was it. It was its own <laughs> wait, wait, wait. paragraph. There was, uh, I think maybe I didn't write it down. Oh, no, no, I did. There's a part where Lucas Cade says the following line, uninterrupted. Cade. My last name is Cade. Lucas Cade. Mm-hmm. It's James Bond. Just yes. ripped right from it. But, it's, but James Bond doesn't say it three times. If he did, it would sound 
like extremely dopey like this does. Bond, James Bond. In case my you name didn't catch is that, James my Bond. name is James Bond. First Bond, name James, comma James. Yeah, last name Bond. Jimmy. If you're looking for my my <laughs> Jimmy Bonday. If you're looking for my my uh, frequent buyer card at this martini bar, it's under B for Bond <laughs> and not J for James because Bond is my last name. Jimmy B Bond. It's James Bond. Jimmy B. Secret agent. B Bond. Secret agent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. That, you may you may know me from some of my previous movies. That does sound a little awkward when you think about it. Was James was James Bond slightly interracial? <laughs> um, in his interests, yes. <laughs> um, were they uh, intimately entwined? What was that? What was yes. That? Oh, oh, right, right. right. Uh, our fathers had been deeply entwined with each other when oh. Jane and I were born. Deeply into entwined. deep, into right? Deeply entwined. Um, okay, so the the remainder of the book, what do you think is going to happen? And the big question that I would that I would like you to weigh in on is: Do you think Lily and and uh, Lucas are going to get together at the end of the book? I don't think so. I think no? this, this okay. never happens, all right. and, and all of the readers have to take a big old cold shower together. Oh, I would. Yeah. Oh, all the readers together. Together. Yeah, because they're like they meet. That's they a meetings. big shower. That's like a like a athletic facility yeah. kind of shower yeah or they're just all and i know and i know this because as we as we established on a previous episode i'm a coach <laughs> well the way you said athletic facility sounded <laughs> sort of like jock like like an athletic supporter yeah like yeah. a chalk strap or right something. it's a jock strap very strap uncomfortable facility. with the, the language there Matthew. <laughs> i don't know why I, I and it took me a while to come up with I even know. athletic facility it's called a gym <laughs> <laughs> that is the word i was looking for my name's jim jim jim, jim, jim bond Jim Bond. Jim Bond. <laughs> um, you go first with where you think this book is going. Um, oh, and my mom is here. So, um, I need. My mommy's here. <laughs> so I gotta go. I can't here. podcast anymore. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> um, okay. I think um, we're gonna have to not do it. I think that they 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 never get laid. Everyone has to go take a cold shower together. Okay. What do you think? Um, I think all the roommates fuck. Oh, you wish. Uh, the end. You gotta tell us the, what's the book next time. Okay. Where, the book next time is it's. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find this book that I sent you because I, I don't have my Kindle handy, so I just uh, searched my Gmail for Becky Amazon. Thank you. Uh-huh. Ah, uh, here we go. Uh, our next book is called Plagues of Pandora, and I'm going to pull up the title, the uh, author on that. We call that the author. Uh, the Plagues of Pandora, Matt Drake, Book 9 by David... I assume it's pronounced Leadbetter, but it's written Leadbeater. L-E-A-D-B-E-A-T-E-R. Anyway, Plagues of Pandora. You will find it. I don't think you're going to be disappointed by the selection. I'm very proud of myself. And uh, we will see you next time on the Look Inside This Book Club. Bye. Potato is sitting alone waiting for you.